0: Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. In today's mini-sode, I feel inspired, and just so you know, usually when I record these episodes, I may not even know, you know, 10 minutes before the episode exactly what I want to talk about. So I'm really going based on either a conversation that I've had with someone or an A realization that I had for myself, maybe something that came out of a coaching session or out of me journaling or just an observation that I'm making in the world right now. And I feel called to speak about. And today I feel called to speak about self awareness. And I just decided about 10 minutes ago that that was what I wanted to talk about today. And I wanna talk about self awareness and I wanna talk about it in the context of love and romantic relationships. And this is really just about relationships in general, but specifically in the context of romantic relationships. So, as a coach, I work with a lot of clients to help them to break their old dating and relationship patterns. So, if someone has a pattern, maybe they keep on ending up in the same situation over and over again despite their best efforts um, or their intentions or they, maybe their pattern is just that they have difficulty getting into a relationship and they've been stuck in that place for a really long time and they're ready to change that. That is one of the primary things that I work with my clients on. And one of the things that is hugely, hugely, hugely necessary if you want to break an old pattern or you want to improve an existing relationship, whether it's romantic or otherwise, is self-awareness without self-awareness, it is almost impossible to change. I mean, you might get lucky, (laughs) kind of luck into some change in life, but without having self-awareness, it's extremely difficult to do that. And I want to give you a a few guidelines because, um, you know, I have to remember to stay humble about this because I'm always, you know, it's so easy for me as a coach, to look at people and to see their blind spots and like, oh, wow, you know, this person just doesn't see this about themselves or that about themselves. But I also have the humility to know that I have those blind spots, too. We all do. So self-awareness is not something that, you know, if you're listening to this and you go, oh, I'm really self-aware, I would just encourage you to just keep listening and to think about Hmm, maybe there are some ways in which I'm not actually as self-aware as I think. And I do have some blind spots that they're so ingrained and so much a part of how I see the world that I, I just can't even, I, I don't even know they exist. That's why they're called a blind spot. So the first thing that, um, the kind of the first step in trying to understand maybe what some of your blind spots are and to developing some more self-awareness is when it comes to whatever your situation is romantically or any kind of relationships that you're struggling with is to really identify what the pattern is. So that's the first thing because it's very easy to just go through life and not really pay attention to our patterns because things just happen and we just assume that that's just the way they are. But when you start to actually take pay attention and say, hmm, well this is interesting. This always happens. I always make new friends and wind up having a big blow blow up and falling out with them. Or I always meet somebody that I like and they don't like me as much as I like them. And I end up with my heart broken or whatever the case is. I'm always in relationships with people that I'm sort of the secret and no one knows that we're together and it's not, it's a, it's a secret thing, not a public thing, whatever those patterns are. Just actually doing the work to sit down and recognize what it is. One thing that might be helpful is to take maybe the three to five most significant romantic relationships or interests or attachments you've had and really sit down and write, like, okay, how did it begin? What was the middle? What was the end? So that's one way to just start to understand that pattern. So that's step number one. So once you realize that you have a pattern, then the second step is to recognize that even though it may be an unconscious choice, because much of what we do, much of our actions and our behaviors are happening on an unconscious or subconscious level, that you are choosing it. So I understand that that might be hard a hard pill to swallow, but this is the work of becoming more self-aware. And it's very easy to stay in a victim mindset of this is happening to me, or people are like this, or men are like this, or women are like that. But once you can just consider the possibility that, hmm, What if I'm choosing this, even though I don't, even though it's not something that I consciously want, even though it's something that's not bringing me joy? Maybe this is a pattern that's actually causing me a lot of pain, causing me a lot of distress. What if I'm actually choosing this pattern on an unconscious level? So, just starting to open yourself up to that possibility because the reality is the fact that you have a pattern to begin with is. Proof that you're pulling the strings. It's not an accident that, you know, pretty much everyone that I talk to has some kind of dating pattern, whether that pattern is they're a serial monogamous, whether that pattern is they don't date at all, whether that pattern is they only have crushes on people who aren't into them, whether that pattern is no matter how wonderful someone seems at the beginning, at some point in the relationship, they turn abusive. Those patterns exist for a reason, and they exist because we are. We are so genius on an unconscious level and we are pulling the strings. So those patterns that we have, especially the patterns that we don't want, right, that we're not actively choosing, those are a reflection of something that we believe about ourselves on an unconscious level. And that's just the way it is. And this goes for everything in life, whether you have money issues, whether you have, um, you know, issues with staying in shape and taking care of yourself physically, whether you have issues with work patterns and your career trajectory. And, you know, maybe you have a an issue of, or a pattern, I don't want to say issue, but like a, a pattern of, um, you know, starting jobs and having it be really great, but then going really sour, you know, all sorts of things, are our patterns are repeating. And just know, if you're not, even if you're not consciously choosing it, you are unconsciously choosing it. So it's really important to understand that because, it might feel scary of like, oh God, but wait, fuck, if I'm choosing this, I don't want to choose this. What do I do differently? We're going to get to that, how you can start to do that. But the first, the first step is just to even recognize that you are pulling the strings. So number one, you have a pattern. Number two, that pattern is something that you are choosing, even if you're choosing it on an unconscious level. And then the third step is to really start to ask yourself, okay, If I'm choosing this, then what is the benefit? What am I reinforcing? What belief must I have about myself if I'm choosing X, Y, Z? Now, it's kind of difficult to, it might be a bit difficult to wrap your head around how you might be, you know, choosing something, quote unquote, choosing something, though it's unconscious, that causes you pain and that that thing is also benefiting you in some way. But hear me out. So if you are a person, say, who believes that you are undeserving of love, and that is a belief that was probably formed when you were very, very, very young, and, you know, even if you have a loving family, it could still happen that people end up believing that there's some level in which you are undeserving of love, or there's some standard that you have to meet to be worthy of love, and you feel that you're not meeting that standard, whatever it is, right? So. If you have that belief and that is a deep seated belief that you have, then when you choose partners who don't love you, when you choose situations where you're going to be unloved or disrespected or, um, you know, not valued, then the benefit, the quote unquote benefit of those situations is that you are reinforcing a belief that you have. And I've said this before. A million times and I will probably say it a billion more times which is that when it comes to what we believe what we truly believe not what we are believing in our heads intellectually but like on a real heart soul level like the real nitty-gritty deep down beliefs that we have we want to be right about what we believe more than we want to be happy so when we believe things that are shitty, they could be wrong. You could intellectually know, of course, I'm deserving of love. I'm Of course, I'm deserving of people who treat me well. Of course, I'm deserving of this. You can intellectually believe it, but if it's not showing up in your life and you have a pattern that that is saying otherwise, then I really, really encourage you to do this work to understand, okay, there's something going on here, even though I don't understand it, as a way to start to understand it, really reverse engineer, what does this belief say about what I believe? I'm sorry, what is this result? What does this pattern say about what I believe? And then once you understand that, then you can see how your choices, even though they're happening unconsciously, like I said, you are an unconscious genius. We all are. Those choices that you are making are reinforcing that underlying belief. And that is the benefit. The benefit is that you get to be right about what you believe, even if what you believe doesn't make you happy, even if what you believe is not true and it's not something that you want to be true. So that's the first step in changing belief. And it's, is really understanding that it's something that's happening on a really deep level. And, um, Shining a light on those beliefs is huge. It's so powerful. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've done this in my life for various areas of my life. Start, you know, romance was a real pain point for me for. A long time for most of my life. And it took me a long time to understand that, wow, I am choosing the same situation over and over and over again. I don't mean to choose it, but clearly I am. Because when I look around at other people, I can see all of my friends' patterns. I can see everybody else's pattern. I can see how this person is just going through the same motions over and over and over again. But I have to recognize that Just as they have their unique pattern that's reflecting something deeper about what they believe about themselves, the same is true for me. So this is where the self-awareness is really, really coming into play, understanding that once we can start to look at ourselves, really, really see ourselves, see our choices, that's how we can change them and make better choices so we can actually live the lives that we want. So this is not to be some like rah-rah motivational talk shit. This is real talk. (laughs) This is real talk. And then another thing, the next thing is to really take a look at what are your triggers. So we all have triggers. We all have, we all, I know some people hate that word, but we all have certain people in our lives who we just like, oh God, what the fuck is wrong with this person? And we just, we get stuck on it. Um, I, I have a couple of people in my life like this right now, even though I care about them, there's just... A couple of aspects of their personality and things, ways that they show up in the world that I find so, so frustrating. And it's just like, you know, it drives me crazy about them. And when I do this work, because I have to do this work for myself in addition to helping my clients do it. um, When I do this work and I've been reflecting on these two relationships in particular And like, why am I thinking about these people all the time? Because they're not, neither one of them are people that I am particularly close to. Neither one of them are people that I see all the time or talk to all the time. And yet I I find myself thinking about them a lot and thinking about the choices that they're making and being really frustrated by the choices that they're making. Be like, why are they doing this? I don't get it. I don't get it. And so finally I was like, oh, wait, I'm really, I'm being real triggered by these two people this is, this, my reaction to them is a reflection of something deeper because it always is. I mean, the good news here is that if you ever had a suspicion that you were the center of the universe, you are, (laughs) you are the center of your universe. So (laughs) the way that you are processing and um, relating to other people and reacting to the other to other people, it's about you primarily, which isn't to say that, you know, other people don't have behavior that is problematic or hurtful. But the, the point is, we don't have any control over their behavior. We only have control over yours. And so there's a difference between looking at something someone does, like looking at a serial killer and saying, oh, wow, that's bad, like, we shouldn't kill people. That's not something that should exist in the world. And there's a difference between that and having seeing a behavior in someone else that just, it just hits you in a place where you're just so upset by it and you're frustrated and you don't get it. Those triggers are a gift because if we dig deep enough, we can understand, hmm, there's something in me, there's something in what I believe, there's something in the way that I'm actually operating in the world that is similar to something I see in this other person, and that's why it's so frustrating. So that trigger is a gift because it's a gift to allow you to use that person and that particular topic, that particular issue that's that's driving you so crazy, to use that as a way to understand something more about yourself and to heal within yourself. So I know that that's not easy. But if self awareness was easy, everyone would have it. (laughs) And many, many, many people do not. So, but it is a life changing and game changing skill once you start to understand that you are pulling the strings, that other people are serving as mirrors for you, that you believe something, you believe things on an unconscious level that you are, they're unconscious, you may not be aware of, and that those beliefs are showing up in your life and they are having impact in your life. So, I encourage you, if you are still listening to this, thank you. (laughs) I encourage you to take some time to think about, okay, when it comes to love, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to whatever it is that you're struggling with, what is my pattern? What's the pattern that keeps repeating? And then, okay, if I'm choosing this pattern why? What is the benefit? What belief must there be under, underneath this pattern that is is causing it to repeat over and over again? And then really understanding that is the first key in healing that. So it's so, so important to do that work. Even though it may not be easy, it's still important and you can do it, I promise. And, you know, really looking to those triggers. Where am I feeling triggered? Who are the people that just, oh, they just like, eat me up inside. I'm so frustrated by them. And know that there's something in that person that they're showing up to show you something about yourself. There's a lesson there for you to, for you to learn. And the sooner that you can learn that lesson, the sooner that you can understand what you believe, the sooner that you can understand that we don't, we are more determined to be right about what we believe more than we want to be happy, then we can start to say, okay, well, something I believe here is off. What do I want to believe instead? And how do I now start to cultivate that? That is the work. And that is a longer conversation than a mini-sode of Dear Franny podcast. But as a starting point, I hope that this is helpful to you because um, it's game-changing and Most people, I don't think, ever have the tools to even dig this deep and start to understand self-awareness and themselves on this level, so I hope that this is speaking to you, and I hope that you're able to apply some of the steps and the lessons that I've shared with you today. I am a huge fan of self-awareness and I know that I still have work to do. There is no perfection. There is no finish line in this life thing (laughs) and this self-awareness thing. And I am continually amazed by how many hidden beliefs within myself I continue to uncover. But really being vigilant about those beliefs and you can see them by looking at the results in your life. You want to know what you believe about money? Look at your money patterns. You want to know what you believe about what's possible for you romantically? Look at your romantic relationships, friendships, family, all of the things. And um, the good news is that we have so much more power over our lives than we usually realize. And that most of us, I'll certainly speak for myself here, I was not raised to believe that I had any real control over my life other than to you know, work hard and be a good person and Try to get recognized for that, but um, other than that, you know, I spent most of my life feeling very disempowered and like things were happening to me. And once I started to uh, to at least consider the possibility that maybe I'm choosing some things that are happening, even though I don't understand why I would choose this, I am clearly choosing it because it's happening over and over again. Just asking myself that question and starting to consider that possibility was literally life changing. I mean it literally. And that's all I have to say today about self-awareness. I hope that it resonates with you. I would love to hear from you. You can stay in touch with me on all social media. I am at Dear Franny and the podcast is at Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I love hearing from you guys. I appreciate it so much when you rate the show and you review the show. I'm so extra grateful for that. And wherever you are in the world, I do not take it for granted that you are spending some of your time with me. So thank you from the bottom of my heart and have a beautiful day. Goodbye.